with chaos and, you know, even distractions and there would end up being crayon marks in my Bible, but you know, I treasure them now. Welcome to Walk With Me, a ministry of Cornerstone Church. Hi, my name's Tori and I'll be your host. Sometimes when I want to make a new friend, I'll say, come walk with me and we'll talk. My goal for this podcast is that we as women would walk together and enjoy sweet community in Christ. Today on our program, we have Dawn, and we're going to talk about large family logistics. So when I thought of uh, someone with lots of children, I thought of you, Dawn. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Yeah, I'm Dawn Cannon. Um, My husband, Doug, and I have eight children, um, ranging in ages from 22 down to 11. So all in that 11 years, um, we had eight children. We were a little bit later in getting married. Um, Doug was 30, and I was 27 when we got married. And then I wasn't twenty. I was twenty nine when we had our first child. So tell me all of their names and ages. Okay, so Stephanie is twenty two, and Sarah is twenty one. Rachel is nineteen. Amy is eighteen. Jessica is sixteen. Andrew's fourteen. Trevor's thirteen, and Jacqueline's eleven. So you have a lot of teenagers. We do now, right? <laughs> we had a lot of little people yeah. for a long time, and now, yeah, they're all older. Yeah. So. It's even hard for me to see them as teenagers. I remember having Amy in first grade Sunday school, uh-huh. and now she's graduating. Yeah. That's hard for me. It's <laughs> it's gone really fast. We feel like a revolving door. As fast as they came in, oh, they're going out. So Yeah. And <laughs> that's how it goes. That is. So did you always plan to have a lot of children? I'm so... Doug always wanted a large family. He had cousins that had six kids in their family, and he thought it was a blast to go to their house. He loved going. Was he not to from a large them. family? He had four, or there was four boys okay. in his family, okay. and three. I had three, two sisters, so there's three of us in our family. Okay. Um, so neither one of us came from huge families, but you know, yeah. average and uh-huh. and. Um, but we never talked about it when we were getting married. Um, we oh, never talked talk about. about it? I don't even think we talked about it when we were started having kids. How many we would have? Huh. Um, which was kind of odd because I think, you know, he didn't really seem like the kid type. I babysat a ton. I was totally the kid type. Huh. And um, he was probably just seemed, you know, interested but not, you know, overly interested. Yeah. And, and so I didn't know that about him when we actually got married. Huh. <laughs> And so did you ever talk about it or you just... Uh, you know, I don't know. We just kept having kids and then we got to a point and I remember thinking, you know, when are we done? And people would say, oh, you'll just know. And I felt discouraged because I felt like I didn't know, but I was a little overwhelmed. You know, it was a busy, busy, hard time and you think, That's should we be done? Should we be done? Busy. Should we be done? And, yeah. and But both of us were really content when we had Jacqueline. We knew eight. We call her the cherry on top. Uh-huh. So. And she is now 11. She is 11 now. Yep. I also remember when she was born. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. Time does fly. So, how long have you been married? So, 25 years this September. 25? Yeah, we're going to be doing It's a big anniversary. It is. So, we kind of laughed because on our honeymoon, I thought, oh, on our 10th anniversary, we'll go back. We went to Banff, Canada, and it was oh, really yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and we thought, oh, we'll come back here. Well, we ended up at a soccer game grilling hot dogs. <laughs> and so, your life, no life plays your out. reality just kind of, who knows what will be on our 25th, but yeah. probably at some event of our children's or Probably so. But the, still, that's a reason to celebrate. So. You know, we hear about marriages that really suffer because when the children mm-hmm. start coming. And so when, how long have you been married when Stephanie came along? Uh, so just two years. Two yeah. years. Or right okay. About two years, yeah. And so do you ever feel like your marriage suffered because of all the attention you had to give to the children? Um, you know, I think it brought Doug and I closer because through all the challenges, we went through them together. We didn't right. try to individually tackle, you know, the issues with kids or raising them. It seems like we really huh. did 
do things together. And I think now we look back and we think because we've gone through all of that, right? Uh, we're actually probably stronger than we would Wrong have been you. if we wouldn't have had all the time. So he must have become a more of a kid person. Oh, yeah. And his own kids were definitely, he was all in. You know, ah, he's a great dad. And, okay. Yeah. Huh. Yep. So it's, um, yeah, some people will say our marriage was great until the children came along. And hmm. I think it's the stress that's added, yep. you know, when children come in. But when you play as a team, mm-hmm. as parents, that really helps. Yeah. And you're both invested. Yeah. So that's great. What did, this is what we all want to know. What did your days look like when you had lots of little ones? Um, we'll call it controlled chaos <laughs> because, you know, there was some element of, of structure, but yet at the same time, you couldn't control it. You know, it's something uh-huh. that... that Did it make know. you nervous? Um, I don't remember ever being really nervous about it. I think there were times I was probably frustrated and, and wanted everything to be just right and, uh-huh. would, you know, yell at the kids to clean up the messes, you know, and stuff. There's a lot of messes. There's a lot of busyness. But uh-huh. So controlled chaos. Yeah. That will make a lot of moms feel good, I think. And so were there systems that you put in place? Like, were there things you had to forfeit and things you had to say, you know, we're going to put that off? Or were there certain ways that you decided, hey, this isn't going to be important now and I'll work on that later? Do you have any Yeah, so efficiency. Inside? I'm pretty efficient. So okay. efficiency kind of worked for me. We do really simple meals. Okay. Um, you know, I'll do quick and easy, you know, and stuff. Make sure we're somewhat nutritional and, uh-huh. and try to just call that as good. We didn't snack. You know, huh. we honestly didn't have you know, probably time or effort or it was just going to be extra work for me. So honestly, we did our meals and that right. was it. That's good. Um, for laundry, you might judge me on this, but we don't sort laundry. The dyes they use in the clothes today don't bleed like they used to. Ah, and, you're right. And most of our socks are black now instead mm-hmm. of white. So honestly, well, we they have, sell black socks. We've, we have very few um, yeah. white clothes and yeah. everything just goes in together. Yeah. And so... <laughs> no, I actually do a lot of that. And I'm sure my children do that yeah. as well. So... Yeah. So and they did a, learn laundry at a young age. Honestly, uh, we start... So you put your kids to work. Yeah. From, from the time they were little, they could do things. They could wipe things off with a rag. They could, you know... So what would you have, like, your two- or three-year-old do as a job? Um, so Jacqueline laughs because she was washing walls, so the, all the fingerprints, mostly of the boys, oh, would get washed off, so she cool, could take a wet rag and wash off the walls. You know, okay. I try not to use chemicals with the younger yeah, ones, you know, yeah. and such, so. Huh. So even our littlest children can mm-hmm. help in keeping the house. Yep. And, and I of think course, they can pick up things and put them, you know. Right. I think that's so. key, or else you would have felt way overwhelmed, mm-hmm. I think, unless you put your kids to work. So, um, yeah, were there things that you just are, are doing more now because you have more time with older kids that you didn't do? You know, honestly, I feel like I have less time now than I did when they were little. Huh. I think that we didn't, you know, we, we weren't quite, we just stayed home a lot more yeah. when, when they were younger just because uh-huh. we had so many kids. They had playmates. We didn't have to arrange playmate, right. play dates or anything. So we just, um, you know, had each other and, and did a lot more at home. Stayed Whereas now home. it seems like everybody's in a different direction and, uh-huh. and farther away. So oh, it's a yeah, little bit live away from home. Yep. And you, so. you're work, you work also. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So. so how many hours a week do you work? So during the time I was having kids, we were blessed to have Doug's mom and dad in town that, that loved watching our uh-huh. children. And so then it was maybe 10 hours a week. I'm, uh-huh. I'm up to about 30 now, but okay. I don't know that, you know, even now I don't feel like I could go back to even more than that because yeah. it would probably, yeah, but too much. Edge. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a balance because we want to be able to be productive, but we mm-hmm. also want to delight in our kids. Yep. So if we're too structured. Yep. There's no delight yeah. in the interruptions. And my work is super flexible. Like, I can go in, and I, I'm, I'm awake, usually awake between 4 and 5 in the morning. So I go in early, oh, wow. get my work done, and am able to come home, yeah. you know, and still 
yeah. you know, do home stuff. So Very good. Yeah. So tell me about, like you said, your days seem busier now, but tell me about your average day, like getting kids up for school. Tell me about what's your average day look like? Today or back yeah, then? Yeah, uh, today. today. Okay. Yeah. So today I do go into work still early. Um, okay. The kids get themselves up and get ready for school. Doug's there and he'll okay. um, kind of guide some of that yeah. as well as, and uh -huh. has been doing that. Um, uh, um, after work, you know, I'll come home, um, usually try to get some things done around the house, but then there's always appointments. It seems like we have the doctors uh -huh. and dentists and the orthodontists. And, and when you have <laughs> a lot of children, that probably yeah. is very yeah. common so, to have those. So yeah. we have more appointments now than it seems like we used to when they were younger. But, huh. um yeah, it just seems like there's So when they come home, do you have like real structure in place? Like come over to school. <clears throat> yeah. So that's the time that we usually spend talking to each other, you know, oh. and stuff and, and even finding out a little bit about the days and what's uh -huh. going on and what's going to happen for the evening even and yeah. stuff. Um, I usually even start food prep, you know, pretty close to then, you know, yeah. and stuff. We tend to eat early because it seems like there's stuff. a lot of stuff going on. Yep. So, so do, you, do you often like uh, several nights a week sit down for supper every mm -hmm. month? Yep. And and I just treasure that. I still treasure yeah. that. You know, we only have five at home right now, um, and Doug and I both feel like there's not enough of them. You know, we yeah. feel like we're missing. You know, our other children. It is um, almost traumatic when you have to start setting out less plates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a sad thing for me. Yeah. Huh. And so you use that um, dinner time almost as a mm -hmm. um, kind of come together training time, yep. almost talking to your kids. Yeah, there's a lot of times, too, where the kids will have friends over, and see, it seems like neighbor kids, you know, in uh -huh. fact, if there was one neighbor boy that I think ate dinner at our house more than he did at his own, yeah. because I'll just say, you want to play, you know, yeah. and stuff, and I'll We've have had extra that. kids, you know. I love that. I though. do, too. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's one thing that some families are missing nowadays. They're not making, even though you're busy, you made that a priority, mm -hmm. and I think some families have not made that a priority, and so there's no time that everyone's together, Yeah. and so I think it's really important. Yeah, that, that has been a different time for Brent and I now that we're in empty nesters. Yeah. <laughs> it feels, uh, dinner feels very different than it used to. So, um, laundry, you spoke about laundry. So yeah. do you have any tips or tricks for things like laundry, meals, traveling? Um, so traveling, we get one duffel each. We've learned oh. to pick, to pack light. You know, you okay. can figure out what you need, and it goes in one duffel. <laughs> and can the kids share sometimes? Um, no, they each get their own duffel because okay. they all pack and smash pretty good and, okay. you know, fit pretty easily. Then yeah. wherever we need to fit them, you know, yeah. and stuff. So That's a good, that's a fantastic <laughs> role. So, and do you travel, like, do you have a van? We have a big van, yep. Okay. And it was just an eight passenger, but we turned it into a ten passenger by adding two other seats. So it's a little crowded in there. It's not, oh. you know, one of the bigger vans. It's actually one of the smaller vans. But have you found it? Um, are you able to go on vacations and things? We do. We pack in there like sardines, and we will. We don't like traveling farther than twelve hours, but yeah. we've done. We have done Washington D.C. and we've done a few wow. longer trips in that van. And our sure our kids have many stories if you want to hear them about, <laughs> about van trips. I'm <laughs> sure. And the bad things now sometimes turn into good things, and they're right. Funny. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh -huh. Yep. So wow, is that stressful to keep track of that many kids like in Washington D.C.? Um, so I was a little bit nervous about that because we did go over Fourth of July, and then there were going to be even extra people there and just lots of activity. But somehow we all managed to. Buddy them up. Get them together. Um, we did for sometimes, but I don't know if that was really effective or not because I think we had some that still weren't paying attention, mm. you know. So, and there have been a, um, a couple times that we've lost a kid for a very short amount of time. Right. It's very scary. Um, it's very scary. Didn't happen in Washington D.C., but yeah. Huh? Yeah. So. Yeah, your heart panics yep. immediately and has all these worst case scenarios. So yep. well, I'm glad you found them. Yep. 
Um, so is that something, do you constantly do like a head count? And Yep. It yep. was easier when mm-hmm. there was eight because it just seemed like that was an easier mm-hmm. count. Now that we've had less, it mm-hmm. seems like now who are we missing and who was not, who came yeah. with us and who didn't come with us. And do you ever do things like dress them all in the same color? Oh, they hate that. But yeah. yes, I had them in purple striped outfits and they, yeah. you know, people would, on vacation even would ask, can I take your family's picture because we must have looked like a... Yeah, a traveling... circus <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or something, I don't know. I mean, you have to do things like that. We have no talent, so we couldn't do any of those talent things. <laughs> You have many talents. I know your children. So um, how about, we talked about traveling. How about meals? You said you really simple meals. Mm-hmm. And does each kid have like certain jobs? Um, so we do different jobs, yeah. So I, I was doing them on a regular basis so that they would switch, but that got too hard and they weren't really taking ownership or responsibility. So then okay. I made month-long jobs. So like one person will be on dishes for this month. Oh. And one person will be on laundry. One person will be on floors. One on... Um, so do you go through and show them, like, this is how I want it done? Um, yes and no. It seems like we have to retrain, it seems mm-hmm. like, every once in a while, especially in bathrooms. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and then you have to, I always told my kids, I can't expect what I don't inspect. So I always mm-hmm. had to inspect their work after they'd done yeah. it to make sure they'd done it well. Yeah. So everybody has certain jobs for a mm-hmm. month. Yep. Okay. So you get quite a bit of work done. Do you mm-hmm. notice when your children leave the yes. lack of having them there? Um, I definitely do. In fact, yeah. Jacqueline has a funny story. She, when she was quite young, she goes, do you know why I want eight children, Mom? And I'm, my heart was happy thinking <laughs> she just loved our big family. And she said, and she shook her little finger at me and said, so I can say, clean my house and then I don't have to do it. <laughs> you know, like something to that. But yes, that was unexpected yes. for you. So they... Huh. <laughs> Yeah. So how about, um, so we've done traveling and we've done laundry. How about, or we've done um, meals. You said everybody has kind of a a job, but how about meals like in general? Like tell me a meal Mm -hmm. you would fix for 10 people. Yeah. So I work at Burt Corporation, so we have all kinds of pre-cooked toppings. So it Uh makes it super easy for me and and I have access to those all the time. So um, spaghetti and meatballs, obviously the meatballs already come, Mm -hmm. you know, ready and I can do that in little to no time. Fettuccine Alfredo with oh, chicken in it, you know, because okay. I have the diced chicken. I right. can do all these meals in like 20 minutes or less. Oh, <laughs> so, those are key. Yeah. You should write a cookbook for moms. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that would help us. So that's huge. But yeah, um, but yeah, we try to get get as many kids um, involved too as possible. So yeah, that's fun. And so, do they? Do you just expect them to eat what you serve? Um, I do and I don't. Um, so I grew up, I didn't have to clean my plate. I was a very picky eater. So I actually have some mercy for picky eaters. Oh. And kids that just, I, I would rather not eat than it would have eaten something that I didn't like when uh-huh. I was a kid. Like literally, I think it would have made me sick. So I, if you want to pass it on. So I know when there were some kids that didn't like broccoli and yeah. Andrew loved broccoli. So he would end up with a heaping pile oh. of broccoli and eat it. I don't know, you know. Um, so we share food, I guess. Um, but at the same time, you know, we do encourage them to try it. Um, right, but you're not fixing different menus for different kids. No, we usually, because there's so many of us, we right. can have four things out on there and you're going to get enough nutrition. If you miss a vegetable uh, this meal, you'll get one the next, you right. know, kind of thing. So. Right. Yeah. And I think some people are so concerned about, um, the exact, uh, nutrition. And stuff. But sometimes when you have little kids, you just have to do things that mm-hmm. work for that season. Yep. And there'll be seasons where you can focus more on that. Yep. So I understand that. So what does spending time with Jesus look like for a mom of many children? Yeah, so I learned that maybe quiet time wasn't biblical, that sometimes you have to learn to read the Bible. <laughs> Did you have no quiet? <laughs> There's no quiet. And so with chaos and, you know, even distractions, and there would end up being cran marks in my Bible, but, you know, I treasure them now. Right. I think, you know, right. if I wouldn't have, you know, stopped to spend that time in the Word, 
um, I would have missed it because oh. I, if I would have waited for the, the quiet time in the evening, I was probably too tired and would have fallen asleep. Right. You know, so, so you was... just did it kind of amidst the mm -hmm. controlled yeah, chaos. I did. <laughs> so do you think you absorbed as much, but, or, or were you just doing it kind of out of obedience so yeah, that you would be think, filled? Yeah. If I don't spend time with God, my children notice it in a very, very big way. Huh. <laughs> so they will notice me, um, you know, not responding like I Correctly. should with them to them, you know, okay. even in my discipline of them and stuff and, uh -huh. and they'll call me on it. So yeah, huh. <laughs> it's really good for them to also, if you only do it when it's quiet and nobody's around, they don't see you. Mm -hmm. So it's really good for them to see you in the word. You know, yeah. that's a really good example for them. So what's something that God has taught you through your children? You've had lots of opportunities to learn. Yep, I sure do. And they show me my sin. It's kind of uh, amazing. Stephanie, they're mirrors. They are. Stephanie was four when she told me that I needed to work on being a little more slow to anger. And that was when we were getting ready for church. There was bubble gum under somebody's pillow. There was somebody had lost their shoe. We'd already had the shoe on their foot, but somehow it got off and was uh -huh. gone. And, you know, and there's things that I think, and, you know, we've taken them to church. They should learn these biblical truths. I should expect right. them to apply them. So, right. um, but wow. I, so she called you out when she was four years old. She what, she did. And then, um, it was just Amy and Jessica the other day that called me out on the same thing. So, <laughs> so I'm thinking, I still need to work on that. Really? I still haven't got that. I should have learned way back when, That's and I still haven't learned it. So it takes a long time and it takes redoing a lot. Yep. So, so even I have work to do. Well, that's really shows your biblical stewardship of parenting, though, that she knew that that mm -hmm. was something that pleased God. Yep. Slow to anger. Yep. <laughs> huh. So that's just so important that we teach our children biblical truths mm -hmm. so that they can be helpers to us towards yeah. sanctification. <laughs> it's great. <clears throat> it is really great. And I do yeah. thank God for uh, children, my children in my life, because, yeah, you do see your sin, especially mm -hmm. when it's coming out in them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any advice for a mom? Let's say, so you're in a stage that's a little bit uh, less um, intense, maybe. Mm -hmm. Still a lot yep. of busyness. Do you have a, a word of encouragement for moms who are feeling overwhelmed? Um, you know, just open your Bible. God huh. will just, um, you know, he, he is not bound like we are by time. I feel like in our stress of our structured schedule, uh -huh. you know, I can't fit everything into my schedule, but God can fit in there what he wants me to do, right. you know, and stuff. And, and I think that, you know, even eight hours of sleep, I think, oh, I need eight hours of sleep to be happy. And uh -huh. that's not the truth either. God has made me completely rested on a few hours of sleep sometimes right. when I'm thinking, really, how can I be fully rested when I only got a few hours of sleep? And right. I can, you know, so sometimes trusting him just to, you know, in your circumstances, meet your needs. Right. Um, he will. And some things we say are like the thing we have to do or the biblical, they really aren't in mm -hmm. the Bible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so... I love your word of just open your Bible. Mm -hmm. Even if you just read a few passages or a few mm -hmm. sentences, mm -hmm. they are going to be in your thoughts. You know, yep. and that's going to run through. Mm -hmm. So really, really good advice. Well, would you like to pray for those women, especially those women who are mm -hmm. feeling overwhelmed? Or do you have anything yeah. else to add that you want to tell us? Um, you know, there was one funny story about Andrew and laundry because he was probably six years old and he was it, he was on laundry. So he had everybody's laundry to also do. Also at six. Um, and he had the, the whole, our king-size bed was packed full. So it was a big heaping pile of laundry. And his friend, neighbor boy, came over and asked him to come out and play. And he said, I can't. i got to finish the laundry. So the neighbor wow. boy said, I'll come up and help, you know, and stuff. Uh -huh. He's an only child. So he got up there, I think, overwhelmed by the big pile that was there. But then also having five older sisters, there's lots of bras and underwear yeah, in that pile. Yeah. He, he just stood there, you know, almost immobilized. <laughs> and Andrew very firmly looked at him and said, it is no big deal. You just put them in the piles like this. 
And so I look to my children, you know, Andrew, it is no big deal. He will be a good husband someday because it is no big deal. That's you six. just put him in the piles like this. That is such a great story. Did the so, little boy then help? Oh, yeah. He got in there. I'm not sure what he touched and didn't touch, but yeah. he actually did help some. So. What a great way. You know, your children say, no, I have to do this. This yeah. is what I have to do before I play. Even yeah. at six, they're able to understand this is a family i'm part of it i'm yeah. going to contribute great story yeah. any other Good stories story. that we would like um there probably are many you can yeah. probably talk to our kids and get a lot more <laughs> and my daughter our yeah. daughters live together yes. rachel and shay and so i do occasionally hear Here's some of the stories <laughs> but mostly i hear that you sent really good little packages of uh -oh. food or something yeah. to them to their apartment fun so stuff. yeah so um thanks for sharing those that's yeah. really fun um would you like to pray for women, not even women with lots of children, but just women in general that are saying, I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm mm -hmm. feeling overwhelmed, and I want to do what God wants me to do. Mm. Very do much so. I will. Okay. Oh, Heavenly Father, you are so, so amazing. You bless us with love from others um, that we don't deserve, um, particularly Jesus, that he, he sacrificed it all so that we could know you personally. God, I know how easy it is to get overwhelmed in our circumstances, but Lord, all of us, you know, I pray that each one can be content in their circumstances. Lord, whether that be with no children or a whole bunch of children, Lord, um, that you will just make us content and find your perfect peace that only comes from you. You alone are our source of peace and love and joy, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Well, these are really fun conversations. I love having mm. these conversations with women, and I love having conversations with women who I don't have the same life experience. Mm. So those were very insightful and fun stories. So yeah. thanks for sharing them with us. Very welcome. Lots of fun. Yeah. Thanks for walking along with us today. I'd love to get to know you better, so let's walk again sometime, shall we?